Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. You're listening to episode number 95 of the podcast. Today is Kiss My Arts. I'm your host, Orla McNabola, and I'm joined in the hive in Carrick and Shannon with none other than Leitrim man Shane Cronoke. Shane, welcome to the programme. Thanks very much, Orla, for having me on the show. Thanks. Not at all. Shane, of course, is a well-known musician around Carrick and Shannon. Shane, talk to me a little bit about how you started out. Well, I started off probably about 10 years ago now, Orla. When I started off initially, it was to go on singing lessons. Like, So uh, I loved singing when I was really young anyway, so probably wrecked the parents' head for a while. So initially, it went to a woman called Susan Tomalty, who was a music teacher based in Drumshambo. And she was involved in different musical performances over the years. And she said to me, singing was great, but uh, do an instrument as well. So the one that came to my head was the guitar, do you know? And she taught me the guitar then for about three weeks only, actually. And uh, then I pursued it then on YouTube and got some lessons off YouTube and stuff. So, And really by ear as well. So you're fairly self-taught. Yeah, very self-taught now. I think that's uh, it comes in some people, you know, so uh, it comes in a, it's 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 like a natural thing to some people. So I done the guitar for three weeks and got enough knowledge on basic chords and chord progressions and stuff to just give it a go and then write some music as well. So uh, some of the simple tunes I started off with would be Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash and knocking on heaven's door as well and then just one song progressed to another one and i was got really excited then i was like wow i can actually play the guitar and then it got really excited and it was like a chain reaction you know so it was really good and we're talking 15 16 year old shane here are we yes we are yeah we're talking 15 year old shane but it's great like you know and i i i feel within myself i've really improved since then and it's just been a crazy experience so far and it's really enjoyable as well so so you picked it up in your teens, then when kind of would you say was your first live performance? My first live performance would probably be, I was turning 18 I'd say, and it was really good. I uh, got to know some <clears throat> local musicians around Carrick and Shannon, uh, the likes of Liam Fitzpatrick and uh, John uh, Boston. So I went to a few gigs just to get the uh, feel for the venue and stuff like that and how to perform in front of a crowd. and. Luckily enough, I got the opportunity by uh, John Boston to uh, play a few gigs. And my first gig was actually a funny experience because I probably only had about 10 songs uh, to cover about a two-hour gig. <laughs> but uh, i just do it over again, so it was, it was really Hope good. Hope they don't notice. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and where was that? Uh, that was in Flynn's Bar in Carrick and Shannon there. So. And it was around Christmas time as well, so it was a big crowd as well. So the nerves were getting to me a, a little bit now, but thankfully they're, they're not there anymore, so... So Flynn's will always be a memorable spot for you. Yeah, it definitely, yeah. And funny enough, I still have the same guitar uh, today here in the studio, which uh, I bought probably about eight years ago now. So it's, that's the first guitar I learned on as well. So you began gigging in Flynn's, Shane. Where did you progress to from there, or did you stay around Flynn's for a while? Yeah, so I, uh, I stayed around Flynn's for a while. It was kind of a slow start, to be honest. Uh, like, I've probably done a gig here, a gig there. But uh, Flynn's for about probably a year I'd say and then obviously it was fantastic then to promote my music on uh, Facebook and different uh, social media outlets and it was great it was like it was it was different pubs uh, different venues contacted me so it was a really good experience yeah it was good have you gigged outside of Carrick I have I've gigged in local uh, areas surrounding uh, Leitrim here in Roscommon as well Elfin and it's funny different areas have their own takes on music as well so some areas might like country music uh, some might like Irish ballads so it's you know you have to be fairly flexible in that regard you do of course yeah you do a uh, massive variety of music as well so it's good 
Where would your favourite spots be then, Shane? Yeah, so uh, the favourite spots, Orla, would probably be um, in Carrick here. Uh, obviously, when I started off initially, it's it, it's sort of, and I'm a Carrick lad at heart as well. So, But uh, Carrick and Shannon here is a fantastic uh, place for uh, the music scene because you're catering to different people like hens and stags, tourists as well, and obviously the local uh, people here in Carrick. Percy Whelan's, uh, you have Dunn's Bar, Flynn's, Murtha's and McHugh's. So they're really good uh, spots for uh, music. Who would you reckon, Shane, your most favourite influences are or who really inspires you to write your music? Well, my uh, favourite influence in regard to music would be Paolo N- uh, Nutini. When I was starting off, <clears throat> when I was 15, my sister Tara bought an album called Sunny Side Up by uh, Paolo Nutini. And I just started to listen to this album and I thought to myself, wow, he has such a unique voice, you know. You can hear different um, influences within himself with the 1950s music, like soul music. I just fell in love with the album. And then I said, wow, like I'm going to try and do a few covers of his songs. like, And um, just, yeah. And of course, then uh, old music as well. So for me, it would be Paolo Nutini would be one influence. And then you have like the 50s music, swing music, Motown. And it's really good to train your voice in that type of singing as well. So... It's a good, yeah. Have you a most memorable moment? I think one of the most memorable for me would probably be when I was starting off in the early days and I got a great opportunity to play as a support act for uh, Paddy Casey in uh, Dunn's Bar. So again, it was I was really nervous going on stage first and it really went down well and it was fantastic and I feel um, the experience helped me grow as a person within music as well. So, and, I, and plus I got to meet Paddy Casey as well, so it was a bonus, like... I think for family coming over as well on holidays and stuff, uh, they like to hear a a couple of songs and stuff. So uh, it's nice to play for the family as well uh, at different events like birthdays and stuff. It's quite quite close, you know. Should I mention we we realise lately we're actually related? Yes, we are related, (laughs) uh, funny enough. Um, Because I only met you there, like um, probably how long now? About a year ago, I'd say. I'd say I know you a good year, but then we we realised you matched with my second cousin in Boston on Ancestry.com. I did, I did. I matched with uh, your cousin Aaron, um, on because it was funny actually. I I done the uh, DNA test on the Ancestry thing, so it was yeah, it was funny. Like it was. uh, it was really good. Now you have loads of cousins everywhere now. So Aaron could be coming over soon. We'll have to bring her along. Definitely, yeah, brilliant. Have you plans for the future? Do you plan to stay around Carrick? My plans for the future uh, would probably be to go into a recording studio and I'd love just to get an album done like with the, all my original material. Are you so sure because yeah. you're top notch? Oh, cheers. Thanks very much. I mean, just get an album done and see where it goes from there, really. Another thing as well would be a wedding band. I'd love to get involved in the wedding band because I think it's just great crack, you know, to be attending weddings and playing music. So, so in terms of original music, Shane, what have you got I have a good few songs that um, I wrote over the years. Some would be uh, names such as Pendulum would be one, uh, Memories and uh, Broken Dreams. But some are good, some are bad. So like, That's how everyone starts out. It, it, exactly, yeah. Just like I'd be writing down and the inspiration would come to me late at night, sometimes early in the mornings. So You get in your creative flow. Yes, exactly. You get into a flow and it's great when you're in it because then you're just writing down words and... Sometimes, like, I can get inspiration from movies as well. So, like, you know, different uh, stories and movies. So, well, like, I might write a song about that, like, you know, so. So will you play a song for us? I will, of course, yeah. Uh, the song I'm going to play for you, Orla, is called Memories, which I wrote when I was 15 or 16. Bit of a love song, and it's uh, 
mention Romeo and Juliet in it as well. And uh, I think for the future, I'm going to uh, get it on CD, so it'll be uh, exciting times ahead. I'll be your Romeo, you'll be my Juliet We'll hit the city, have a drink with me Life has no limits, it's so sweet to be in it with you We'd be talking about all those years Thinking where did life take us without those tears And I would just laugh at your silly jokes Think to myself, nobody knows Life's just a game, it's just how you play it Choose the wrong cards, don't mean you're failing I'll be your Romeo, you'll be my Juliet We'll hit the city, have a drink with me Life has no limits, it's so sweet to be in it with you So fresh and pristine, always ready to be on the scene And you're a crazy girl Oh, hoping one day you're gonna rule the world Take life by the hands and give it a whirl But it don't really matter cause you're a beautiful girl, yeah I'll be your Romeo, you'll be my Juliet We'll hit the city, have a drink with me Life has no limits, it's so sweet to be in it with you. Absolutely fantastic, Shane. I can't wait to get my hands on a CD with that. Thanks very much, Orlando. So what's the inspiration behind it? Yeah, so the inspiration is uh, about a boyfriend and a girlfriend who are probably going through a rough patch in life and they're trying to make the best of what they have uh, within the relationship a bit of a love song really so I know there's loads and loads of love songs out there but uh, I suppose this one's uh, very uh, close to my heart so yeah Shane this is your full-time job how is music as a full-time career so yes uh, it's my full-time job uh, and I really enjoy it it can be challenging sometimes as well especially sometimes when a gig might be cancelled let's say or you have to rearrange dates and such and long hours as well especially traveling to different venues but I think all in all, I think it's a really good experience. You get, you get to meet different people, different crowds, and uh, different song requests as well. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's really good. You wouldn't have it any other way? I don't think so, no. I don't think I would. I'd like to probably go down the road of playing my original music live sometimes as well, because it's kind of hard, you know, when people want covers, you know, Kings of Leon and different uh, bands, upcoming bands. Uh, so I'd like to probably play to a crowd where I could... Uh, sing my own music. You were in Roddy's Bar in Kiju last night, Shane. How did that go? Went down really well, Orla. Uh, it was a great crowd there and uh, it was a fundraiser for the uh, Roscommon um, Injury Fund. And what have you got coming up then in the future? What I have coming up now would mainly be gigs around Carrick. Uh, people can check me out on my Facebook page, uh, which is Shane uh, Cronog Music. Uh, you can find me there if uh, you're interested in any uh, music and uh, gigs I have coming up around the area can I make a request you can of course Orla yeah. um, do you know Grace 
I do. Actually, yeah. do you know what? I know you know Grace because I saw you playing it in McHugh's, I think, a week or two ago. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, um, it really goes on well, actually, with the crowds uh, and people. It's great to hear people sing along to it as well. So Go on, pick up the guitar there. Oh, well... <laughs> As we gather in the chapel here in Dole Kilmainham Jail, I think about these last few weeks. Oh, will they say we failed from our school days? They had told us we must yearn for liberty. Yet all I want in this dark place is to have you here with me Oh Grace, just hold me in your arms And let this moment linger They'll take me out at dawn And I will die With all my love I place this wedding ring upon your finger There won't be time to share our For you, my love, to ever understand The love I bear for these brave men The love of my dear land When Padraig called me to his side Down at the GPO I had to leave my own sick bed To him I had to go just hold me in your arms and let this moment linger. They'll take me out at dawn and I will die. With all my love, I place this wedding ring upon your finger. There won't be time to share our love, for we must say goodbye. Now, Breaking my heart is breaking still As I walk out on this May morn My thoughts will be of you I will write some words upon the wall So everyone will know I love so much that I could see His blood upon just hold me in your arms and let this moment linger. They'll take me out at dawn and I will die. With all my love, I place this wedding ring upon your finger. There won't be time to share our love. That's an absolute favourite of mine, Shane. Thanks so much. That's great, Orla. Cheers. Thank you. Fair play to you. So, Shane, you are in Carrick next weekend. I am, Orla, yeah. Uh, I'm in Carrick and Shannon now. Uh, I can't really think off the top of my head now for the next gigs coming up. But if people are interested to uh, attend one of my gigs, they can uh, by checking out my Facebook page, which is Shane Cronog Music. And they, I, I should have it advertised there, so...
There you go, folks, for more amazing music just like that. Find Shane Cronog on Facebook and you'll be able to find him around Carrick at some stage. Thanks, Shane, for calling in. It's time for a little check-in on something that we started on the show back in the month of August. And throughout the month of August, we gave away a fantastic competition prize in training gain out in Courtober in Carrick and Shannon and in specifically with their personal trainer who's based out there, James McDowell of James McDowell Fitness. Is that the right term, James? Yep, that'll do. So that, of course, is the voice of James, who's with me here in the studio. Normally, we're in the in your grounds, where I'm away on on away turf, and you're in charge. Today, I'm in charge. It's great. I get to it's a change oh, of pace. Absolutely, because normally you get me to do all sorts of weird and wonderful things: carry this, lift that, drop that, slam that, run that. So it's nice to be back on my home turf, and I get to chat to you about what we've been up to. But more specifically, we're going to talk about what Helena has been up to. Now, people who listen to the show regularly will be aware that it was Helena who won the prize. Now, let's go back and recap about the competition and tell people what actually was on offer. Well, yourself and Helena uh, got the prize of 12 weeks of personal training with myself and 12 weeks membership at Train and Gain, uh, which is out beside Gerald Anthony Menswear. Now, you picked Helena because how we picked it wasn't a, a, a raffle or a draw because the prize was so potentially life-changing for somebody who wanted it and was prepared to put the work in because you can't just rock up in the gym and just it, it happens. You have to actually put the work in and have the lifestyle that supports that. I've been struggling with that, but Helena seems to have gone from strength to strength. Now, you picked Helena. Tell me why you picked Helena without maybe getting into the details of her situation. Well, I picked Helena because we had we got people to fill out a form which explained the main reason that they wanted to gain the results that they were after. And Helena seemed to have a big why, and that's something that I speak about with clients is something really personal and emotional that's going to get you through the tough times and that's going to make a huge difference to your life. And in Helena's case... Now, I'm not going to go into the specifics, but it seemed like she really wanted it and that it was something that she was going to strive after and do all that she could to get there. And the proof's in the pudding. In the first four weeks, she's had amazing progress and you can tell that she's really putting in the effort. Now, let's talk about some of the the results she's had. Like, over four weeks, she's down an absolute truckload of weight. Yeah, in four weeks, she's actually surpassed my expectations she's been down she's down a stone in weight and her measurements are way down her waist measurement is down about three or four inches um and it's just down to the work that she's putting in she's doing two gym sessions a week sometimes three she's getting her steps up she's eating the right foods and just doing what it takes to get those results it's so good to see that the choice you made a month ago five weeks ago now was the one that was going to put the effort in and has got such fantastic results. It sounds great. Um, I've been in the gym as well. I I live a very strange lifestyle because obviously this is a startup business, so I've been all over the place for the last month. Been in the gym twice a week with you. The sessions have been going quite well, but maybe the results, particularly the weight scales, aren't being seen just yet. But I feel better. 
I feel lighter. My clothes are more comfortable. Uh, the funny one I always go by is the watch. If you count the number of notches on my watch, it's gone from been on the fifth one to the sixth one. Uh, it's only a, maybe half an inch, quarter of an inch, but it just it feels it feels like a, a bit of a step forward on the scales. Down the last time uh, this week when we we weighed in down a couple of pounds, but overall still about where we started, give or take a couple of pounds. Um, so what what's that reason behind that? Well, it, you know, at the end of the day, there's 170 odd hours in a week and you're doing two hours of training. So it, a lot of it will come down to food. But I think it's good to get into the mindset of it'd be sad to see exercise as just a way to change your body composition. So the amount of fat or muscle that you have, you have to think about those benefits you're speaking about. You feel more mobile. Um, your energy levels are improved which is important for you because you have such a hectic lifestyle at the moment with the business um so yeah it'd be great to have the weight loss but at the same time it's making such a change on other areas of your life as well and obviously we just need to make a few little tweaks maybe to food or general physical activity and then you will see the the results in terms of weight eventually yeah, food is a big one for me because I'm such, because I'm all over the place. I could be in Manor Hamilton in the morning, Ballinamore in the afternoon, and Carrick in the evening, and all of a sudden, it's very hard to prepare food properly. And I don't maybe pay as much attention as I need to to get that because they say six packs aren't found in the gym; they're found in the kitchen. And at the moment, I'm struggling on that side of things. Yeah, and it's it's common, especially for people that have um, hectic lifestyles like yourself. Um, I suppose it's a little bit easier for Helena. She does maybe five or six nights on and then seven nights off. So she has that week where she can um, prioritize her health more. Whereas I suppose you're probably working up to 18 hour days with with this business. So I suppose it's just maybe making it more of a priority and... um, yeah, days off. What are they? <laughs> we do a day show every day. Um, but no, I, it, it is about prioritization and planning and, and having the right foods in the house and having the right foods maybe in the car even because I'm a snacker and that's never good, uh, particularly if I'm going on a long journey and I had a couple of them this week, an airport run or two, and I tend to want something and you could go for grapes, you could go for an apple, but you can't get that. I'd say the time I was coming down from Dublin was at midnight to the night and I'm hungry. What do you do? And you make poor choices and I make poor choices. What can I do to improve that? I suppose preparation is key. Um, you hear people talk about food prep a lot and it's because it's so useful. Having a meal like, um, like a chicken stir fry prepared and ready to go makes it so much easier to just grab it out of the fridge obviously traveling is a bit difficult because you you know food won't keep but you can try and have snacks in your car um that will that you can take out uh, that will keep but you they're readily accessible what are your go-to snacks what would you recommend i have available for those moments of weakness like what's what's the least bad option if i'm going into a a supermarket or i'm going into a say a car the usual one for most people when they're on the road is uh, a garage or a petrol station. So you know the kind of range they do. It's very kind of chocolatey and crisp. What's the best option for me there? Is it the fruit section or is that is there still too much sugar and fruit? No, there's nothing wrong with sugar and fruit. Um, 
ideally you would have the fruit with some sort of protein source because protein is what will keep your hunger at bay and um, so you might find if you ate that apple then you might still feel hungry in an hour or so but if you were to combine that with some sort of protein um, then that would make a difference so that would be like eggs or chicken or any sort of animal products really or vegan products like chickpeas so i suppose it's kind of difficult in a shop sometimes to get that perhaps if you had to go to the deli you would get like a chicken salad with maybe no rice or low fat dressing as well and a boiled egg thrown in yeah exactly and that will keep you fuller for longer and there might only be 300 calories and something like that whereas if you had I don't know, like a bar of chocolate, there's probably two or 300 calories in that alone and you're going to be hungry soon. So it's really becoming knowledgeable on what foods to eat at the right sort of time. Like nothing you've said there is new to me. I mean, we all know this. And even people who walk around and they're carrying extra weight, like myself, we know that that option is bad and that option is good. But it's a bit like Animal Farm where it's like two legs bad, four legs good. It's just... it's tastes lovely and that's been a problem for me my entire life but i am going getting better at it and i hope to get even better at it again and i know we'll see some fantastic results over the next seven or eight weeks before we finish up this program but i'm delighted for helena and i'm delighted for for you because it's obviously it's it's a good combination it's her want and her why and your ability and all that stuff tell people where they can get hold of you if they're looking to get and they, we can't say that it's going to work the exact same for everybody but if they're prepared to put in the work and they want to change their life and their and their body shape and their weight and their confidence and everything that goes with that where can they find you if you search james mcdowell on facebook you'll see my facebook page if you search james underscore fit underscore mcdowell on instagram you'll find me there or you can go to my website jamesmcdowell.ie and if you want to find out more information on the gym itself it's train and gain at the mulvey center on facebook and we're on instagram as well excellent of course they can always just pop into the gym as well and ask for you I'm sure somebody will point them in the right direction. Uh, he's the one wearing the Ballon McLaren jersey in the back of the, of the, of the League gym. final next week. <laughs> of course, you have to get that in. Listen, thank you so much for popping in, James. And I will see you during the week. Cheers. Thanks, Millen Breffney. That's all we have time for today, folks. Thanks very much for listening. This has been Kiss My Arts with Shane Cronog. I'm Orla McNabola, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's episode number 95, and we're getting ever nearer to our 100th episode, which will be live from the Glens Centre in Manor Hamilton. Until I see you again next week, all the best. Slonga Fowl.